Hello, and welcome back to the EverydayMTV.com Hot Laps podcast. I'm your host, Matt Stenson. And after a little bit of a holiday break here, we are diving back into the uh, mountain biking world, and we're going to get you all caught up on all of the news that happened over the holidays here. And we will get you launched into the new year with information on all of the latest and greatest stuff happening in the mountain biking world. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the news. First up today, we have a new bike from Canyon, which is a direct-to-consumer brand. And they have a new hardtail out. The Canyon Stoic is a 140-millimeter travel hardtail. It has an aluminum frame. So this is going to be kind of a uh, more of a trail-oriented, less of an XC bike type of hardtail. Um, Some people call this type of bike an enduro hardtail. I guess it could be for um, light enduro use maybe. Uh, but you're looking at, uh, some pretty aggressive geometry numbers for a hardtail. So a 65 degree head, head tube angle, um, your reach is going to come in on a size medium at 455, which is kind of just in line with, um, you know, what you would see on other trail bikes and enduro bikes that are coming out this year. So, um, this is a nice option for someone looking to get into a bike of this uh, variety for a relatively inexpensive price. So the base model of this bike uh, starts out at just over $1,000. And that is getting you a relatively low spec though. So you're going to have a SR Suntour air fork on the front of it. Um, Shimano Dior 10 speed with an 1142 cassette. Um, so not a real big range there. Um, you're looking at Alex rims, um, and, uh, Shimano MT 200 two piston brakes. So even though it might have a little bit more aggressive geometry, um, the base build is not necessarily a super, um, aggressive build let's say Uh, but then for $1,799 which is the next step up it's actually you know it's a pretty big uh, jump you have a $700 price jump Um, but you're really then getting into a capable bike so this bike has a dropper post it has a pike up front a RockShox pike Uh, it has uh, actually a decent tram NX Eagle drivetrain um so that's with the 1150 cassette so you have a nice wide range there and then you also have the SRAM guide T brakes which um are at least four piston brakes so um they will provide kind of more stopping power that you would expect for a more aggressive bike like this so it is an interesting option, although I would say that if you're looking at that base option, expect to, as you ride that bike, potentially need to upgrade some of the um, some of the parts on that bike. 
Canyon has also updated their Enduro full suspension bike, which is the Strive. So they have upped the front travel on many of the models to 170 millimeters. They actually um, did offer a 170 millimeter fork on some models previously, but now they all uh, get 170 millimeter forks. Uh, so my understanding is the geometry is staying the same, but you are going to, you know, by adding that longer travel fork, it is going to make the um, all the models a little bit slacker. Uh, by doing that it also still has that shape shifter technology uh, which if you haven't checked out um, it's probably easiest to go to the canyon website and look at what shape shifter is but basically it's a extra linkage um, that is driven by an actuator um, in the rear suspension that allows the uh, suspension shape to be changed uh, or the linkage shape to be changed and so that gives you kind of two different settings um, that adjust the geometry and the rear suspension travel um, on the fly. So instead of doing like a, f- a flip chip or something like that, um, it actually allows you to adjust that characteristic of the bike on the fly. Um, so it's a little bit different than um, lockout levers or things like that that are messing with the damper. It's actually messing with the physical geometry of the bike and that linkage. So that's it's interesting. Um, it's uh, also a relatively affordable bike. Uh, you know, the, they're all carbon bikes, and you're starting at $3,599. Um, so it's, uh, it's, you know, really pretty pretty affordable there. Um, seeing more and more carbon base models come down under that $4,000 mark, uh, which is really nice to see that you can get into something uh, for a little bit more affordable uh, price range. It would have been nice perhaps to see Canyon do a little bit more of a geometry change and um, actually, you know, remold the carbon on this bike. Uh, if you look at the geometry numbers on it, it does still look a little bit dated. Um, when you're looking at that shapeshifter technology, it's switching you between a 66-degree t- head tube angle and a 67.5-degree head tube angle. And, uh, you know, you could probably slacken it out to uh, 66 degrees is your is your steep angle and then go even slacker. Um a lot of riders would probably prefer that. And, you know, if you if you look at the reach on a size medium, it's a 440 reach um, on a 29er, um, which is looking a little bit short um, overall. And the seat tube angle is between a um, 73.5 and a 75-degree seat tube angle. Um, so not the most uh, kind of aggressive um what you would come to expect from a new release of a enduro bike. So don't expect to have necessarily the most updated geometry in this bike. But that all being said, um, you are still getting a lot of bike for the money. Um, You know, that base model is coming with some really nice components on it. Um, You're getting a SRAM, uh, I believe, NX 12-speed drivetrain on it. You're getting a RockShox Lyric Select RC on it. Um, you're also getting a RockShox Super Deluxe, so that's with the uh, the piggyback shock on the on the back of it. So some really nice components overall 
on this bike uh, for under $4,000, which is, um, you know, a lot more than what can be said for some other brands uh, that we'll maybe be covering here in a little bit. All right, next up, we're bringing back the segment of Stuff We Can't Afford. I can't afford that. Afford it you will, Mr. Newman. All right, and so today for the Stuff We Can't Afford Award, we actually have a doubleheader. And the first award goes to the Evil Offering. And I feel a little bad because I've ridden Evil bikes and I like the way they ride. But Evil has a new version of their offering out on the market, uh, which is their 140 millimeter uh, bike. And uh, Evil, you know, has a very um, recognizable suspension design. But at the end of the day, it is a single pivot design. And... uh, the frame only for the carbon frame is $3,299, which uh, is right around the price of that full Canyon bike that you get. And if you want to have parts hanging off your bike, uh, you're going to start at $5,799, which is, um, you know, a price of a nice used car. Um, So, Obviously, you know, I have more money in my bikes than in my vehicles uh, at home. <laughs> that's that's the lifestyle that a lot of us choose to live. But um, I have a hard time justifying that $3,299 price point for a frame, um, no matter what the suspension design is. Uh, it just, I, I don't under, quite understand that. So uh, if it is your cup of tea, I'll have at it, but I sure can't afford that. And then second up, uh, similarly from uh, Pivot, they have a new Mach 6, which is a 27.5 bike with around 150 millimeters of travel. I guess it's technically 158 millimeters of rear travel. And uh, the most affordable build that you're going to find there is $5,599. And, you know, as other brands release bikes in more affordable ranges, uh, you know, these kinds of prices just kind of don't really add up anymore as base builds. Um, They're kind of cutting out a whole segment of the market, which our riders, you know, like me and probably like a lot of you listening that uh you know don't have six to ten thousand dollars to drop on a new bike um so both of these bikes get our i can't afford that award this week i can't afford that afford it you will mr newman coming back down to earth we have a really cool bike uh that has just been released and it is a carbon bike but it has a much different uh price point so marin has released their new alpine trail carbon uh, which is their longest travel uh, enduro bike in their lineup they've had an alloy version of this bike for a few years and uh that bike has always run you know about uh, $2,500 or so Uh, for the base spec and the alpine trail carbon which adds a carbon front triangle and keeps the same geometry 
is only raising the price to $3,189, so right about $3,200 for the carbon version of this bike. Now, it is uh, important to note that this is only a carbon front triangle. You're still having an alloy rear triangle on this bike. However, you are getting a very nice spec for this price. So you have a RockShox Yari RC up front. Um, this is a 29er with 160 millimeters of travel. And then a RockShox Deluxe Select in the back. So that's without the piggyback um, on it. But that shock works great for uh, you know a ton of people. Um, and you're getting Shimano DR 12-speed drivetrain and Shimano uh, MT... 4200 four piston brakes uh dropper of course and kind of all the standard things that you need to have a bike that you can ride off the showroom floor and just take out on the trail right away so that's pretty pretty cool you can get a carbon bike for three thousand one hundred eighty nine dollars that's very capable and the geometry on this bike is actually really well thought out as well on a medium you're looking at a reach of 455 millimeters the head tube angle is 63.5, so really slacked out, and a seat tube angle of 78 degrees to compensate for that and get you back over that bottom bracket. So, um, you know, it really seems um, well thought out, and um, it looks like it should ride really good as well. I've actually ridden the alloy version of this bike, really liked it. Um, it compared very nicely to my personal bike, which is a process, a Kona Process 153. Um, it felt very similar to that bike, um, just a little bit more aggressive, even with that head tube angle slacked out a little bit more. So if you're looking for a bike in the enduro category, this seems like it could really be a winner, either in that alloy version, you know, where you're getting into it for around $2,500, or in the carbon version where you're getting into it for about uh, $3,000. So Either way, it seems like a really good uh, buy for someone looking for a bike that they're going to ride a lot and have a lot of fun on. All right, and then the final new bike that we'll cover today is a updated version of the Santa Cruz Nomad, which is their 27.5 uh, longer travel bike. It has uh, the same basic frame and suspension layout. However, the tweak that Santa Cruz has made here is that between the chainstay and the seat stay uh, on the drive side, there used to not be a um, a brace there between those two components, um, and they have now added bracing in on that side by reconfiguring things slightly there uh, which they say has made the rear end of the bike stiffer um, so you're getting a little bit stiffer frame uh, there overall uh, you're also looking at you know very modern enduro-y looking uh, geometry numbers with a head tube angle of 64 degrees um, and I believe you can actually even slack that out a little bit more if you uh, use their flip chip and on a size medium you're looking at uh, 450 millimeter reach on a large 475 millimeters you're also looking at a chain stay length that modifies or changes with each size of the bike uh, so from anywhere on a size small you have a chain stay length of 
425 millimeters all the way up to the size extra large has a 440 millimeter chain stay length. Uh, So that's a trend that we're seeing, you know, with a number of uh, bike manufacturers, especially with their longer travel bikes is they're trying to keep the bikes a little bit more balanced by adjusting those chain stay lengths for the larger sizes of their bikes. The Nomad is only coming in carbon versions, so the price starts for the base build at $4,499, and that's actually a pretty nice build. You're getting a RockShox Zeb fork, which is their uh, 38mm, I believe, stanchion fork, Um, so it's going to be a very stiff fork, a RockShox Super Deluxe uh, SRAM NX drivetrain, and SRAM Guide RE for piston brakes. Uh, so kind of a nice burly build there that you're getting there for that $4,499. Uh, honestly, it's not not a bad deal. Um, and if you're looking for a 27.5 enduro bike, which is becoming slightly more rare, uh, this might be a good option for you. All right, and then rounding things out today, we just have a few components and accessories here to cover quick. Uh, The first one is a new fork from Manitou, which is one of the smaller fork manufacturers. Um, You would probably recognize their forks if you saw one because the crown on all of their forks goes behind the back of the stanchions instead of the front. So it has a very distinctive design. Uh, It often looks a little bit like the fork was installed backwards, but it wasn't actually. Uh, So they have their new Measure Expert fork, which is uh, their, I think it's like one level below their highest end measure pro um and so what we're looking at here is a uh either a 27.5 or 29 version of the fork the stanchions on it are 37 millimeters and the crown is uh forged aluminum as you would expect and it has some interesting features, uh, like the travel is adjustable uh, without any extra components. Uh, you just make internal adjustments to uh, adjust the travel. It also has a air balancing system and um, relief valves, so you can bleed out your um, lower legs um, with a bleed port without having to do a service or like stick a... Uh, zip tie into your seals or or things like that, um, which they say should allow you to preserve better small bump feel over uh, the lifetime of the fork, even in between services. So uh, some kind of more high-end features there uh, that you're looking at. You are going to be looking at $750 for the fork, even in either in the 29 or the 27.5 versions. And the only offset um, that is available in the 27.5 is a 44 millimeter offset. The 29er currently has a 51 millimeter offset available, and it looks like they are going to be releasing a 44 millimeter offset as well for the 29er. So if you're looking for something as an alternative to RockShox and Fox uh, offerings, uh, the 
Manitou might be something to look at. Uh, if you go and check out their site, they show, they have some videos kind of on how easy the travel adjusts are. So if you do have a bike that you uh, are thinking you might want to at times um, increase the travel of the fork on and then decrease it at other times uh, to do some geometry adjustment, um, you know, this might be a way to go. And then both Crank Brothers and Liat have recently announced new shoe offerings. So on the Liat side of things, they have uh, a new 2.0 version of their flat pedal shoes. They look very similar to the you know ever-present 510s that kind of all other shoes are compared to. They have kind of a uh, waffle pattern on the sole. And, um, you know, of course, some sticky rubber and that type of thing. Uh, and then just uh, regular laces as well. So no boas or, or anything along those lines. So they are uh, also priced, you know, right in there with the 510s, I think around $90 or so. So um, if you don't get along with those free riders um, that a lot of people love, uh, the Liat 2.0s might be another shoe to try. And then on the Crank Brothers side, they are brand new to making shoes. They have, of course, been making pedals for a long time. And they now are offering both flat pedal shoes and uh, clip-in shoes. So uh, they are making shoes, you know, they say are specifically designed to work with their clip-in mallet uh, system. And also with their uh, flat pedals as well. And they do have kind of more of that techie look. So they have some different Velcro and BOA options and that type of thing. And you're also looking at a bit pricier shoe here. So anywhere from $129 to $200 for some of these shoes. And they have a number of different models with different features to choose from. All right, so that wraps things up. Hope you all have a good new year. Remember to check out everydaymtb.com for more reviews and news. Uh, As always, reviews and subscriptions in your favorite podcast catcher of choice are always appreciated. And ride safe.